Batman. All right. <laughs> Noah, take it away. Greetings and salutations, lovely individuals. Uh, welcome back to Macabre Masters. I'm Noah, joined by, as always, Nicholas and Pope. How are you, how are you, how are you friends doing today? Doing absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for asking me that question. I'm doing a great time tonight. Good to hear that. Good to hear I, that. I, I, I'm still mad about the notch. <laughs> we had, we not to divert t- attention away from the topic at hand, but we had a whole conversation about Apple and their recent announcement of their computers prior to this uh, recording. Anyways, that's not the topic at hand, like I mentioned previously. Today we're going to be talking about Mothman, the, the cryptid from Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Uh, I have my first question, just like off the bat. Um, what exactly, where did you go to find your information? Like, what was your uh, mode of, your, your mode of, uh, of learning about Mothman? Mothman is fucking real and sexy, and I like rule34ofhim.com. Oh, no. Mothman's Mothman 16-pack and giantcock.com. So Pope went to Reddit. Um, where'd you... <laughs> DeviantArt. Right. Well done. All right. Uh, it's pretty obvious. Um, no. Okay. For real, though. <laughs> Jokes aside, what, am, what kind of what kind of oh god, I'm so sorry, I hit my microphone. What kind of research are we looking at for you guys? So, so I, I, I actually, I'm gonna say, I, 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 I gave a fake answer, so I'll give a real answer now. Um, I actually went to, um, I went to the Internet Archive, and I pulled some, uh, I pulled some old documentation on kind of, um, Mothman sightings and kind of uh, different sightings and stuff that he was correlated with, and then I mm-hmm. got a few books. By people that I would generally consider to be loony bands, mm-hmm. you know, talking yeah. about all the different cryptids they've seen and stuff. So yeah. highly, highly, highly suspect accounts yeah. of Mothman. So um, yeah. because Noah, you know, you I try to stay away from your sources, yep. which I'll let you get into. But um, I try to stay away from that. But it turns out Mothman doesn't for something that's so popular yeah. doesn't have that many sources. Yeah. But Nick, what about you, man? So I went the alternate route. I like to be the guy who compares things to other things. So, uh, first and foremost, I watched the Bailey Sarian episode of her, uh, <laughs> murder, uh, murder mystery and makeup Monday, um, with her version of Mothman. Then I went to, um, I went to Spotify and listened to a bunch of podcasts about cryptids. Then I went to fallout cause they had, you know, fallout 76. Um, and then I even heard a song called Mothman. You drive me crazy, Mothman. But unfortunately, like like Pope was saying, all of the information is the same. Everything I ever went to was always about uh, Point Pleasant, about those two married couples, the police officer who just absolutely believes them, even in Fallout. And the crazy thing about Fallout is there's supposed to be a divergence that happens in 1940-something, which is 20 years before something uh, like this happened. So I was really upset when I was watching the Oxhorn video, and it was the exact same. You could even go to the TNT plant and everything in Fallout. It's great though because the staff at Bethesda they mm. were so happy that somebody logged into Fallout seventy six. They didn't know why, but they were stoked. They got a ping on their computer. They're like, "Oh my god, there's somebody on the servers." Guys, this isn't a drill. It's finally happening. <laughs> what um, up, Todd? So, so I read the the book. Uh, I'll just 
show it to our, our video viewers for those who are watching the podcast. Uh, the Mothman Prophecies. I like to refer to him as Mothman because it sounds funnier. <laughs> Mothman, Mothman. Like Batman and Superman. Uh, by John Moth- Keel, Mothman. who is a, a uh, self-proclaimed UFOologist or UFOlogist. I don't exactly know um, how to pronounce that. But basically, the, the book is just a lot of accounts of different happenings in and around the uh, Point Pleasant area, but not entirely. He begins the book by talking about like totally different, like unrelated, just UFO stuff and like weird sightings and things that don't seem related. And in fact, he, he a good portion of the book, he spends not really talking about Mothman, which is kind of weird, but it, it makes sense once like in context with everything else, like pretty much he, he just he, he takes all these accounts and and puts them together as like an anthology and kind of builds a story around it. Um, a lot of the accounts have to do with a rather large man-shaped creature with red eyes and like a 10-foot wingspan, um, who, you know, Mothman. Uh, and But then there's also like stories of like flying saucers and, well, not saucers, but like flying cylinders in the sky and people seeing flashing lights and hearing like being like hearing weird getting weird phone calls and stuff afterwards even like in like the point pleasant stuff like there's some weird happenings in and around the west virginia area but the what i found interesting is the mothman sightings quote unquote are not uh tied to west virginia in that area Mm -hmm. there were runs in new york there were some in california there were some in london like it was all over the the map. Um, I don't know if it seemed like it was only the United States and the United Kingdom. I don't quite remember if there were any others in other um, non-American or European countries. But um, the the big thing about Mothman is like the majority of the sightings happened in the '60s, the late '60s, so '66 and '67, and they kind of ended um, when this bridge. Uh, ultimately collapsed in Point Pleasant, um, killing a lot of people. Um, there were a lot mm-hmm. of cars on the bridge. And so a lot of people kind of, b- because Mothman was already uh, established, because the bridge collapsed in 67, and a lot of the sightings began in 66, like late in, later into 66. And um, the, the reason why Mothman has this kind of eerie um, backdrop is because they kind of painted him in like a negative light um, because he was seen in and around the time when before the bridge collapsed and so unfortunately he I mean in my opinion unfortunately he gets this bad rap of he's this like omen of death and destruction even though there's no accounts of him Mm -hmm. attacking anybody or like doing anything sinister to any people like humans Um, just their clothes just their clothes, right? Exactly, and their cars. Apparently, he might have scratched some cars or something. But and then, yeah. like, there were reports that he, he uh, or it, um, like, ate animals and stuff. But um, but there's no real Don't accounts of exactly <laughs> classic classic Mothman. Uh, Mothman. <laughs> the rest of us are vegans, man. So 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mothman's such a monster. He's a, he ate a hamburger. Yeah, he just needed <laughs> some a, meat, you know? He got tired of his girlfriend's restrictive diet. Oh, my God. He was like, I gotta... <laughs> I gotta, gotta have she's, she's, of course, uh, she's, of course, butterfly woman, so... Exactly, yeah. Uh, He's like, I can't drink this nectar all the time, babe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bitch, I need some meat. Taurus meat. Exactly. Nourishments. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some roadkill. Um... But yeah, like, it, it the the sightings seem to have ended. Um, I I didn't look into anything post the book. I, I all I okay. all I I wanted to watch the movie, but I didn't get around to it. I don't know how helpful that would have been because obviously that that's a lot more fiction mm-hmm. than anything else. But I mean, this is supposed to be nonfiction. Granted, John Keel makes a lot of claims in the book that are seem a little baseless. Uh, you know, he, he does like do the thing where he puts a thing and I don't exactly know. I don't read enough books to know, but he does like uh, not quote, but, you know, has a little asterisk and below it says where he took the took the took it from. Not bibliography, but, you know what I'm saying. Um, and but in the beginning, when he's talking about like all these things about um, UFOs and like a creature, like just the paranormal in general and creatures from other dimensions and stuff, he just talks about it like it's fact. And you're like that okay and you know you kind of are a little skeptical about things so i want to hear your guys's thoughts like going into it before you knew anything about it like obvious like i want to know what you thought about mothman what you guys knew and then how you feel about the whole situation whether you believe or not afterwards you know like coming out of it all right uh well first and foremost the the thing that my sources were a little bit different on was there is a little bit of talks about what happened right after the bridge. So right after the bridge, there was a reporter who was doing the whole thing. Um, and so maybe I should have gone into the beginning first, but, uh, there's a little bit after where there was like men in black suits coming into the reporter's office and she, you know, was trying to drum up stuff about Mothman and no one wanted to hear about Mothman right after the, uh, after the bridge collapsed. So, they came in and were like, hey, you stop. And she was like, no, nah, this is my office. Now get out. And then they just disappeared right in front of her. Um, so that's like the only thing I know after. Also, people are saying that uh, they saw him in the smoke towers of 9-11. And I, I've i seen the footage. Uh, I don't see. I did not see uh, <laughs> Mothman in the smoke of 9-11. Um, so before I went into it, the only thing I knew was the name Mothman. I also know that he was in Fallout 76 uh, from the very beginning. I never really looked into Mothman. I never looked into any cryptids outside of the Native American ones, except for uh, also Loch Ness Monster, because that's the most famous one. Um, Going into it knowing nothing and coming out with such, I would say, the maximum amount of knowledge that I think that we can possibly get right now is really interesting. I love it. Uh, It was... A really interesting dive to go into and I think our sources um, I think each of them kind of paint a different picture but I mean it's all relatively the same uh, coming in from uh, like the red lights coming in it's like see I didn't know anything about Mothman now I'm just rambling sorry <laughs> <laughs> you're good it's all good well what about you Pope so <clears throat> The fact is, is that uh, I went in knowing a little bit about Mothman. Um, 
I I find the, the whole subject of crypt is very interesting um, and always have. So I knew a little bit. But the thing about Mothman is I feel like the more you learn about Mothman, the re- the more you realize there's not really much to learn about Mothman. Mm-hmm. It's And so we're going to get more granular with you, Noah, in a second. I will say that something that um, I uh, did find that was interesting was a report that said that um, after 9-11, the Mothman sightings along with UFO sightings actually shot up. Like they they skyrocketed statistically, so that's kind of cool and interesting. I don't know why. Um, on the subject of the smoke in nine eleven, you should also know that people saw crosses, yeah. people saw the devil, people saw all sorts of stuff. It seems like almost nobody saw smoke. You know what I mean? Trump saw himself. You know what I mean? Going hey, so you know? I watched uh, one of the documentaries. I watched 9-11 by the two French brothers uh, who were just going in for a normal day. And that's the one that has... Uh, so, in 9-11, like, it shows the first plane. A lot of the time, you don't see the first plane hitting uh, the tower. It's mostly the aftermath in the second one. So, that one actually showed the first one. And uh, since it's a documentary, it focuses a lot on the inside. And then it shows even, like, what happened as the second plane hit all the firefighters that were inside and it showed a lot of footage of the whole outside um i as a christian i didn't see a cross i didn't see a devil what i saw was uh hundreds of firefighters going in knowing that they're probably not going to come out so i don't know i guess i was focused on something else other than the smoke that was coming out of it i think people would took that took that so, a little bit in a different way the truth is that there was there was smoke and there was a big fire yeah. and obviously 9/11 is highly debated but um, we can all agree that the people who ran into that freaking fire the fire uh, men and women who did it are fucking G's mm. and heroes now um, absolutely so with that said the um because that one episode I kind of went off on that whole tangent for way too long uh, yeah. um they're great you guys are awesome so with that said um I so you asked like if we believe and to tell the truth while i believe that there are some things in this world that don't that that aren't explained and like maybe we don't grasp them so when you have somebody talking about for example something like mothman or nessie or interdimensional beings the the phrase they always invoke is um absence of evidence is not evidence of absence right but uh, and that's fair you know, for example, prove gravity exists. You know, prove, prove like, prove objectively that gravity exists. It's just something we kind of experience, but it's, you know, you can't hold it. You know what I mean? Um, but I honestly, I just, the thing is, is even when it comes to uh, stuff that's like, um, like maybe animals that haven't been discovered or mm-hmm. things of that nature... Usually when that kind of stuff happens, there's some kind of natural reason for it to exist. Um, a Mothman, I can't think of any natural reason that something like that would happen mm-hmm. in nature. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it completely makes no sense. For example, a man and a moth combined probably wouldn't be able to fly. Especially if the man is as yoked as that statue in Pink Pleasant. I mean, that dude's got the body of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Okay, like, there's no way he's flying. Yeah, that's something that's kind of touched on in there is, like, well, not, it's not, like, um, 
his body isn't addressed specifically, but they mention how like he flies effortlessly, effortlessly, yeah. and it's almost like a helicopter taking off where he just kind he of just goes up. up. He doesn't like run, get a running start, and shoot off into the sky like a you know. <laughs> there was with his little wings. There was something interesting. But, I don't remember if it was yeah. Science Channel or if it was Discovery, but what they would do is they would take a bunch of scientists and they would watch viral internet clips and someone made like wings of Icarus where it was on his arms and he started flapping then the guy flies and the scientists all broke it down they're like okay human pectoral muscles aren't strong enough to flap us about so even if he had wings on his back I don't know I don't think our back muscles are strong enough as a humanoid I don't think it'd be strong enough to uh, give flight I personally do wish that Mothman was real I I love the idea. I mean, who doesn't want I mean, it to be real? You I know? think it's counterintuitive to being, you know, as we've explained before, I am a Christian. So, like, a lot of the times Christians only think, you know, only humans, uh, only angels, devils, uh, God, and demons. I really do like the idea that a lot of these cryptids exist um, and are just roaming around. I think it's interesting. I think that'd be something cool, like a little Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> A little, just a real life Easter egg. God just put it there, just just for I, the fun of that's it. what I that's what like, I really want to ask. A little <laughs> mystery in there, and but the thing is, is if you were gonna have a freakish man slash insert creature here, wouldn't you do something like Alligator Man or you know something like that? Like Mothman. Think about it. Like you get in a fight with Mothman, he comes down, he flaps down effortlessly, and you're like, okay, first of all, what the fuck? Second, you drop all, your baby. Okay. <laughs> You drop your, you drop your baby, and so he. You're hypnotized he, he, by his beautiful red eyes. <laughs> you are. It's they're like they're like they're like gems. They're like rubies glowing in the night. And you're like, okay, first of all, how does that work? Okay, but second of all, how did you fly? But then what happens is you're like, okay, look. So it's you and me. We're gonna make a Mothman like story right now. Okay. All right. That's what we're gonna do because it's okay. about as credible as every other one of them. All right. All right. So me, Noah, and Nick, we're out there. We're out in Point Pleasant, okay, and we're on a road trip going to a con to promote Macabre Masters exactly. at this con. Mothman comes down. He lands in front of our car, effortlessly driving ruby red eyes. Okay, twelve pack. Okay, <laughs> he's real. And we're like, oh fuck, this is crazy. You know what I do? I turn to Nick and I say, Nick, run that way. Noah, run that way. I need you to turn him around. Okay. So you guys get out and you bolt straight forward and Mothman's like, huh? Huh? Bro, what are you guys doing? Because he has a California accent for some reason. He's like, bro, what are you guys doing, man? He turns around and I run up behind him real quick and I just start rubbing his fucking wings. Right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, fuck you, Mothman, right? And then what happens? He's like, you know what? You guys are rude, man. I was just going to ask for directions to the local pizza place. And he, like, starts trying to fly away, but he can't because all the fucking shit's off his wings. All his dust. And he's just like, he's just like, he's like, fuck, not again. again. Do you have any idea how much it takes me to grow that shit back? You know, like, it's just, like, so silly. It's, like, such a silly idea. There's just no, there's no reason. You know what I mean? But then uh, to end the the story, we, uh, we actually, we give him a ride to the pizza place. And then he goes to the con with us. And becomes the so now instead of instead of (laughs) everyone thinks it's a guy in a suit, but we're like no 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 yeah yeah it's it's a guy in a suit that's the real guy. No, I think instead of having King Payment speaks, now we have Mothman speaks. (laughs) 
What's up, Pope? It's popping, Nicholas. Noah, what's up, my 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 dogs? Guys, we're gonna play some. What's going on, my guys? I wish I could go surfing, but I can't get my can't get my wings wet, bro. I went hang gliding the in the in the in the in the in off the off. Uh, the mountains in Yosemite. I'm trying to think of El Capitan, <laughs> man. I went hang gliding off El Cap, bro. <clears throat> it's called Cap in the Cap, dude. You ever done it? No. It's because you have to have at least eight an eight pack to get up there, man. <laughs> exactly. Yoked. They check you. Um, yoked. <laughs> the, but yeah, I mean, you guys, yes, you guys get my point. Though, I do. Right? Like it. Yeah. It. I mean, the, all the all the stories do seem a little like. Well, one thing that's like you can kind of spin either way, depending on how you how you look at the the tales is like all the stories are practically the same yeah. thing. Like which I mean, either it either means uh, they were all inspired by each other or there was really something that was going yeah. on in, in the 60 late 60s in, in Point Pleasant in that area. Granted, I do want to I'm not. I don't necessarily believe in Mothman. I think I'm on the same page with you guys. Like, I want to believe it's real, but it's kind of hard <laughs> for me to because, um, you know, sources are just kind of not super credible. But um, but he's not a Mothman. He's a Birdman. He's he's not Mothman. He's Birdman. Harvey Birdman? Um, which is something that they kind Harvey of... Harvey Birdman. <laughs> which is something that they kind of, like, cover in the... Well, the keel kind of makes a point of in the book is like mothman's name was only called mothman because like some copywriter at the at the local paper station liked comic yeah. books and he thought, they thought it'd be, be funny to name him like yeah, a they said it was named after batman yeah and yep he was inspired by batman they just called him mothman like he could have been birdman but i don't know why i actually they chose didn't mothman. know this so okay with that with that information he's not a moth. then what Okay. Okay. So that actually that eradicates a lot of my argument. So <laughs> that's really good. I want my argument eradicated. I want to believe, guys. I want so bad to fucking believe. Okay. With that files. Oh, I think I fucking ruined my mic. <laughs> anyway, with that said, um, so what is Mothman's physical attributes? What well, I mean, what is because everybody, every account that I read was basically in the yeah. dark. It was like, oh, like maybe I saw some wings or whatever, but I didn't read everything. I didn't read the kill book, for yeah. example. So the general consensus me. is he's around like anywhere from five to seven feet tall. He's human like in uh, structure, like in build, but he's like covered in gray fur or like gray feathers or something. Some sort of, you know, he's not covered in skin um, or maybe at least underneath his fur or feathers or whatever. Um, he's got big ass red eyes, and he's got like a wings that pop out to around ten feet in wingspan. Um, and he's got claws and stuff, like apparently, because he like scratched the roof of some cars and stuff, according to some people in the area. So he's not like a moth. If he were mo- a moth, he'd have like antennae, and he'd have, and he'd he'd have, have pretty like, wings. He'd have pretty like brown, cute wings, little wings, you know what I'm saying? pretty brown or green yeah, wings. Yeah, he'd have I mean, like I a saw, smaller I, wingspan. I've seen depictions of him like that with like kind of the. The whole thing. I, you know how I picture him in my head? Like, honestly, the most pure picture of Mothman I have in my head? Black Manta. I okay. swear to God. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's that's with wings. That's that's what I picture in my head when I picture Mothman. And I know that's really wrong. But that that is... It's mostly because of the big-ass eyes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. Just, 
Yeah, oh, it's, God. it's it's like it's not. There's no um, definite uh, attribute to, like. There's no like 100% nailed down attributes that um, kind of define what kind of creature he is. But the general consensus is that he's some sort of bird human creature, some sort of bird like hybrid human creature. So I, the Mothman name is kind of inaccurate on its own, even though it's a great name and it kind of sparks a lot of like it. I don't know. It's 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 such a great name because you have all these ideas it's alliteration about, about uh, a creature that, that, that as well. Um but he's really not a moth. He's he's a bird. Um, but I don't really know how that changes much of anyone's story because it all kind of becomes the same. Like everyone's it's account a bird. is. It's a plane. No, wait, no, it's actually something. A it's just a big ass <laughs> bird. Something I just thought about is the, um, you could actually I, make Mothman today. You could make a Mothman today. I don't think you could in the '60s because okay. so I don't keep up with technology all that much. But uh, something that could attribute to the eyes is you get arc two reflectors. So they're retro reflectors, which means, you know, whenever the red light from the tail light gets into the retro reflectors, it goes back right into the eyes of the people. Um, we got all sorts of crazy uh, cosplay stuff, but now they have these things where they got jetpacks on your arms. I think only the military can use them right now. And it's only extremely quick flights. Uh, but that would be cool. If you could get someone into a suit, and you got the the arm blasters, and you're chasing some cars, and you got those arc the arc two reactor uh, the arc two reactors. Sorry, I'm sorry, arc two retro reflectors. Are we Iron Man now? <laughs> so I I okay. So uh, on a serious note, though, um, I do I do want to say that there's only one probable explanation that makes any sense to me for Mothman mm-hmm. to exist. And I wanted to get mm-hmm. you guys to weigh in on this because yeah. I was just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. There's only one that makes any kind of sense for moth or bird or, you know, half moth, half bird, half Al Gore. You know what I mean? <laughs> like however you want to see it, half man, half bear, half pig. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't I'm know. Sorry. Anyway, um, I'm sorry. Guys, No. No. Guys, South Park. I don't Park. Watch South Park. Really? Uh, uh. Man Bear Pig. Guys, I told you Man Bear Pig's coming. You didn't take me ethereal. Al Gore. Okay, everybody out there listening, please publicly shame <laughs> look, these guys look, for not understanding. The only Man thing Bear I know about Pig. Al Gore is he's from Tennessee and that's where I was born. <laughs> that's all I know. And he's vice president? Al Wasn't he yeah, wasn't he, he was a vice a- president? Yes, Al Gore. Al Gore. Uh, he uh, was a vice president, and he, I believe, ran for president. I was about to say he also. But ran he for also made the. He also won a, like a Nobel Prize for the movie *An Inconvenient Truth*. And didn't he also claim he he invented the internet? Or am I thinking of someone else? I might be thinking uh, of someone else. He didn't invent the America. internet. He claimed he did, or something like that. I'm not sure. <laughs> I might be thinking of someone else. But no, like South Park made fun of him, like because of the inconvenient truth. So he was trying to warn everybody. He was a Cassandra, essentially, from Greek mythology. He was trying to warn everybody about the dangers of man bear pig. And then one day, everybody's like, Oh, Gore, you're so stupid. And then one day, man bear pig shows up and he has to help South Park kind of save themselves from man bear pig. And so that's how they describe him as half bear, half man, half pig. Um, it, which is just adds to the stupidity. South Park's immaculate. Anyway, point being that um, I think the only situation that makes sense for Mothman or something like Mothman to exist is government testing. So a government program out in Point Pleasant is kind of out of the way. 
Nothing against my home slices in West Virginia, all three of you, because West Virginia is basically the epitome of flyover country. Um, I'm so sorry, but I mean, just, it's like Wisconsin. Like it's one of those places that you hear about, but you you would never visit in a million years. But they have the song it, West, West Virginia. They do, and you know what? It's probably no, it's no, probably no, because no. what happened was you know one of the people that live in West Virginia, out of all five of them called up john denver and they were like hey guys we need tourism so what we're gonna do is we're gonna create this mothman dude but besides that we're also we're gonna need a song and john denver's like how much you gonna pay me and they're like our entire our entire gdp twenty dollars we're gonna twenty dollars our entire gdp and he's like you know what fuck it i ain't got nothing better to do so he wrote country road okay but which is a lovely song and i love it and love john denver but beyond that um, but it's an out of the way place, right? So like maybe where that like a, the factory, the abandoned place was, maybe yeah, it's like factory a TNT from World factory War II. or something, wasn't yep. it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Making sure. Okay, so maybe they built a government like testing lab there, and then they were testing like because think about it. Okay, you're the government, and if you in the '60s, so science has done a lot of things like where it's made it seem things that were previously seemed impossible now seem possible, mm-hmm. right? So what if back in the day they were kind of like, okay, we need super soldiers that can fly, right? And so they wanted that. So it would be a new airborne corps in the military, right? And so they tried genetic testing and Mothman was a result. Mothman got away like Weapon X and that's how these people found him. Hmm. That's interesting. That I like that. is the only plausible explanation <laughs> that I can come up with. There's, I mean, uh, I will, uh, after I, I'll pose a, a, a secondary theory, which is probably the more popular theory, after I kind of add some validity to this one, just to not play devil's advocate, but just to kind of add to it. Um, before and after, uh, like Nick mentioned, there were like these men in black uh, who visited the town. But even before this was happening, especially during like UFO sightings in the 60s and stuff, uh, there were lots of people were um, s- people were being visited by men in black, which actually John Keel is the uh, guy who invented that phrase, believe it or not, the men in black, uh, when you refer to like government agents and stuff. Um, What's that stand for? Men in black. Men in black. Okay. Um, anyways, so it's very possible that like there was some sort of government something going on testing or what have you in the area because a lot of people were visited who like had significant encounters whether it were with uh whether whether it was with um with ufos or like some sort of uh creature or mothman or what have you like they were contacted by these really weird men in black they weren't just like normal people they acted weird like they asked a bunch of weird questions the main thing that was like the the common thread throughout all the men in black uh encounters i suppose was that they basically all were like yo what if we asked you to stop talking about yeah. whatever you saw and they're like get the fuck out of here dude like i'm still gonna <laughs> talk about it bro like that's i mean not everyone said that but they're like uh why would you ask that and then they would claim that they knew people like that they were ufologists yeah. ufologists or whatever and that they knew keel or they knew any of his compatriots um and like there, there's a famous story of Mary Hi- Hire Hyrie. I don't exactly know how to say her name, but 
where they're basically like, yo, what if we asked you to stop yeah. writing about uh, about Mothman and the, all the things that have been going on? She's like, the hell are you talking about? And then they just peaced out. And um, so it, it, there is, I guess, if if that's a working theory, there there, I mean, that is one of the theories is that there was some sort of testing going on um, in that facility and it produced the Mothman. But there's another theory that's like, one of the more believable ones, I suppose, and it's kind of the primary theory, is that it was a, it was just a bird that somehow got really big um, and scary looking, either through government testing or in something weird happened with the water uh, that was near yeah. the treatment plant or the, the TNT plant, that it was ingesting something and it got all wacky. Um, but one of the things, and I, and I, I was looking at it earlier because I wanted to find it in the book. Um, um, it says, uh, hold on, sorry, one second, I gotta find it. I'll read from, and now open your books <laughs> to page 88 of, Mo- of the Mothman Prophecies. Uh, I'll just read the whole paragraph because it's easy. It says, these reports indicate that some very unusual birds were in, in the general region at the time of the Mothman fracas, even though um, a systematic search of ornithological ornithological literature has failed to identify the creatures seen by Wolf, Shock, and Ewing. One Ohio college professor insisted that it was a rare sandhill crane, so I carried a picture of the sandhill crane in my briefcase, and not a single witness recognized it or thought it resembled what he or she had seen. Um, so obviously, the people at the time, you know, didn't quite see that as uh, as what they were seeing, but I. I lied a little bit, actually. I, do, I just remember that I did watch a little bit of a, a documentary on YouTube. Um, I forgot who made it, to be honest, but it was like some made-for-TV mm-hmm. thing about it. And a lot like the I remember what the girl was saying at the end was that basically it's possible that it was some variation of sandhill crane because there were some. It wasn't common for sandhill cranes to be in the area, uh, in that area in general. But at the time, there had been a decent amount spotted in that area, um, so it's possible that some sort of bird such as a sandhill crane um ingested something weird or was tested on and it kind of created this what seemed to be the mothman but like i i kind of don't believe that that's the case uh one thing that is really interesting to me which i kind of mentioned earlier but i want to get your guys' thoughts on is like a lot of the research or a lot of the uh like testimonials from these people who saw mothman they're like they're all the same. Like you, you, you guys have both said it. Like the more you look into it, the more you realize that there's really not that much to look into. Um, and so I want to kind of get your guys' thoughts. Actually, hold on, if I can find the quote because I took mm-hmm. a picture of it early on, which kind of is the basis for this for this question. Um, oops. Oh, I took it sideways, so I have to mock my rotation of my phone. Um, let's see. Sorry, uh, it's not what. It's not what you see that is suspect, but how you interpret what you see is a quote from uh, Dr. Isaac Asimov, I believe, but he he put it in the book. So basically, it's kind of like, kind of how we talked about it in The Witch, like they're... Hey, Noah, can I interrupt um, you for a second? What's up? I'm sorry, but you do know who Isaac Asimov is, right? That sounds familiar. Oh, shoot. No, actually, I don't. No, you can go ahead and interrupt me. Please tell me. You, because you just said Doctor Isaac Asimov, just like he was just some regular jackass that Uh-oh. like talks. Oh, did I? Did oh I my forget God. who this person is? Did he mention it in the book, and I totally forgot? 
No, Isaac Asimov is one of the greatest science fiction writers <laughs> in history. <laughs> oh shit. He wrote he wrote Foundation, which is a series on Apple TV now. Um he wrote it back in the 50s. He wrote iRobot. Oh, really? He Yeah, no, he, dude, Isaac Asimov was amazing. He absolutely just one of the So there back in the day there was an ABCs of science fiction. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, Asimov, Bradbury, and Clark, mm-hmm. Arthur C. Clark. So Isaac Asimov, Ray Bradbury, Arthur C. Clark. And I'm just saying, if you've never read Asimov, if that name means nothing to you, you should. You should go read some Asimov stat. He was. Um, I actually, when I was a kid, I read like most of his books, and I, I, one of my goals was to meet him. And then he died in 1992, unfortunately. So I never got the chance to meet him. Um, anyway, I'm sorry to cut you off. It's just I feel like Isaac Asimov should, you know, be Get announced some respect. with a little bit now more entering. Yeah. I'm Put sorry, some respect Asimov. on Asimov's name, bro. <laughs> Thank Number you. 15. Okay. Number 15, Isaac Asimov. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the last thing you'd want in your book is a copy of is Dr. Robot. Isaac Asimov. <laughs> <laughs> um okay i'm sorry i did not know that i to be fair i'm not much of a literature man myself uh i i enjoy other forms of media um so i apologize uh to his no i wasn't trying state. to skewer you man no you're good ass. you're good that's totally to- totally an understandable tangent anyways but basically what are what the the very talented individual that mr uh isaac asimov um, was he said basically it's not what you see that's suspect it's how you interpret what you see um, and to harken back to our previous episode on the witch like I remember we talked about how their worldview and their what how they saw the world at the time kind of interpreted what they thought and things are a little bit different here because they saw something that was definitely out of the ordinary um, but I want to kind of get your thoughts on that like do you think it's it's possible that all the all the uh, the the UFO craze and the um, sightings of of Mothman were just because word of mouth spread and it was in the papers and so everyone was wanting to have their own story or do you think it was something do you think they're all the same because there's actually some uh, constant uh, I'm trying to think of a word but I can't think of it but there's some sort of thing linking all these stories together you know that there actually is some sort of creature out there. That's why they saw, that's why all their, their stories are the same, you know? You want to take this, Nick? Sure. I think. I'm not trying I to do, like pose too, too lofty no, of it's, questions. It's totally fine. I think the thing that uh, always interests me is whenever everyone gets the story right, but they're not in the same room together. I think uh, that adds a little bit of legitimacy to it. From what I was reading and a lot or li- listening to, because I didn't do any reading, I did a lot of listening. Uh, and all the podcasts I talk about, they usually talk about how everyone kind of like told their story separately, but it all matched up the same. I think um, once you get so in the real world, if you go into court and five different people said the same thing separately against that person. Um, then it's like either all five of them are wrong or there's something actually there. So I think also uh, part of the perception, whenever you're talking about the perception is this was also during the cold war. Maybe that has something to do with it. Uh, Cause the cold war went from like, when did I pull it? It was like 1947 to 1989 and the sixties 
was like kind of like the height of spooky happenings. Um, you know, a lot of science fiction was coming out at the time. A lot of wanting to blame something on someone else. Um, the nuclear craze was going on. Um, the Red Scare, if you will. Yeah, the Red Scare. There you go. Red Eyes, Red Scare. <laughs> Mothman is a communist confirmed. Oh. <laughs> he was sent by the USSR to scope out the, the, the United States of America. Oh my god, in communist Russia, moth doesn't mothman, the man moths the, <laughs> the man moth. moths um, the moth. <laughs> um, you okay, don't well, see mothman, mothman see you. <laughs> mothman see you. Uh, the, okay, so, uh, short story real quick, just to kind of get my point across. When I was a kid one day, I was staying at my Nana's house, um, she was out in the country, and um, I had uh, I had just read a book my dad had, which actually I found at Goodwill later and got my own copy of it called The UFO Phenomena. And it scared me because there was actually a really creepy picture of some aliens in there, like some reenactment or something they did. And it was very creepy for a kid. Mm. So I go to sleep and it's out in the country. And so there's no streetlights or anything like that. Like it's because I'm a city kid, but it's way out in the boonies, right? And so I'm asleep and I wake up and I see a bunch of lights coming through the window and I hear a bunch of garbled speech. And there's only one conclusion that makes any sense to me as a child when this is happening. Aliens have come to Bainbridge. Aliens are here. They're here to abduct us and anally probe us and all that other terrible stuff that they do. And so I sat in bed. And I never told anybody about this, by the way. This is the first time I've ever mentioned it to anybody. I sat in bed petrified for like an hour waiting for the sun to come up because for some reason I believe that when the sun came up, the aliens would go away, um, which we really today believe that about spirits and ghosts and stuff, so it's not really that ridiculous. I think when the sun comes up, none of us are afraid of that kind of stuff, but when it gets dark, we get afraid of it again. Yeah. Um, and so I was just completely petrified. And then years later, I went back and the same thing happened again and I actually had the nuts to look through the window. And the reason was because my family would go hunting at three o'clock in the morning because that was the best time to get deer. So they'd all meet up <laughs> out there in their trucks and talk for a while before going on a hunting trip. Oh my, my point being, not only that I was a very naive child, but also that when we think something, our perception, like the problem is that our brain doesn't know the difference between reality and our perception a lot of times and so if you perceive it to be something you're very suggestible like an example is that like all of us felt like the hereditary episode was cursed because all this stuff happened yeah. and but it's not it's most likely not an annoyed demon coming after us it's most likely just that there's tech issues and there's things that happen when you're making a podcast and when you're doing this complicated <laughs> of a scenario mm-hmm. so with that said if somebody, if you're driving in Point Pleasant and you see a very big dog go across the street and it looks at you and its eyes reflect and it looks red, there's a chance that you might think that that's something like Mothman because we're suggestible. Mm-hmm. But the other part of it is, I don't know if you guys know this, but you, when you see out of your eyes, now guys, every, everybody out there in Macabre Masterland, if you don't know, this is a very interesting fact. You look straight ahead and you see what you see. But the difference is, is your peripheral vision is actually kind of built by your brain. 
So a lot of times when you see something, you're actually not seeing out of the corner of your eye an actual copy of it. You're seeing something that your brain builds because it expects it to be there. And this is part of our perception of the earth and the world. And the reason is because it kind of saves bandwidth in your brain, right? So it's easy to manipulate that. It's easy to, and that's why after you watch a scary movie, the shadow in the corner that's your coat that you have hanging in the corner becomes a monster. It becomes a ghost or a demon. Is because your brain is thinking about that and it manipulates your stuff to, it builds that image. Mothman likely doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> and that's fine. Now, I am not saying that no cryptids exist. I'm not saying that not, no UFOs exist. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying Mothman's particular case probably doesn't exist. I will say, though, that I also don't think that the people who reported Mothman as existing are crazy. Hmm. I yeah. don't think that they're liars. I don't think that they were seeking anything out. I think that they perceived something, as uh, was said earlier by Noah, that they didn't quite understand. And um, that's the thing, is when you don't understand what you're seeing, a hunting party becomes aliens. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's that's my opinion as far as that goes. It's it's really interesting, though, because, I mean, like, I'm not in general a believer, in, especially in aliens. I think that's, um, in my opinion, it's a little it's a little unbelievable. Uh, it's possible, but, you know, I have yet to, to find circum- uh, evidence that uh, that really pushes me towards that conclusion. Um, but like in this book, like there are these people who just straight up talk about things appearing in the sky and lights and like a man. There was a there was a gentleman. Um, I don't remember if it was in Point Pleasant or if it was even in West Virginia, but it was in the area. I think it might have been in West Virginia. Anyways, but who basically was visited um, by a a being from another dimension coming down from the sky in a in a in a orb of some kind, like a cigar shaped uh, uh, ship with lights. And he was with his family at the time, and the dude like spoke to him telepathically. And said his name was Mr. Cold. Um, or at least he was referred to as Mr. Cold. And like, they were like, he, he was just stopped in the middle of the highway and people uh, just drove right by him um, because like, they were like, what the hell's going on here? And they, they can all back it up. They're like, yeah, there was some dude talking to him in the middle of the road. Like, and they, they all saw it, which is like crazy. It's like, it doesn't sound real. It, it sounds like a, a bunch of things made up, but I don't know. It's, it's, there's a lot of, I went into it very skeptical and I'm a little less skeptical coming out because it's hard for me to believe it, but it's still like confusing, you know, it like, it doesn't make sense in my brain as to why some of these things would have happened, you know, but granted, I think, I think there might be some validity to the stories back in the day. I think it's possible that they were seeing something. I don't know if it was Mothman, but I think more stories now that are coming, coming out. Cause like, I did watch a video, uh, that little video, and I remember they were talking to some people in the Point Pleasant area, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I've seen Mothman. I was, uh, I've seen him. Uh, I, yeah. was, I was, I was, uh, I was 36, and I remember seeing him uh, with my family, you know. And it was like way after this, the the 67 whatever happened, and it's like people were seeing him. People were like, 97. "Oh yeah, I saw him like six weeks ago." And it's like, no, you didn't. You didn't see. Him. You're just Mothman making that shit up. Mothman comes over every Wednesday for bridge night. He comes over and <laughs> drinks drinks Meemaw's sweet tea. Uh, um, but yeah, it's like, I mean that it just, especially in the age of like social media and everything, it's like, I can't believe anything nowadays, but it's like almost more 
easy to believe it back then because like we didn't travel as fast, you know, and, and, you know, people didn't believe all these kinds of crazy things that they do now because they weren't, the whole world wasn't available to them on at the touch of a, a button, you know, but I don't know. It's just, that's, it just, it confuses me. It, it'll always confuse me. It'll always confuse me and intrigue me. Um, but yeah, guys, that's where, that's where I lie on it. I, I just, it just occurred to me that we are asking a lot of really great questions, but we're not asking the most important question. What's the most what important question? What is that? Question? What is that question? Is there Mothman porn? Yeah, I, I guarantee you there is some Rule 34 of Mothman. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm Googling it right now. We got it. Mothman's porn videos, Pornhub. Oh, that's actually a username. Okay. Oh. That was a oh. that was douche. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, don't, put those, don't put those in the video. <laughs> There's also some really 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 nasty stuff that has nothing to do with mothman on there okay that's weird okay let's see reddit hashtag mothman hashtag <laughs> anal hashtag <laughs> bdsm <Anna. laughs> oh my god oh my god this is amazing fat for the mothman oh, a crypto erotica adventure number three. Oh my, oh my goodness see that's-, that's the research i should have been doing guys Damn it, Pope. You were looking at the wrong stuff. You shouldn't have been looking at Internet Archive. Listen, Internet Archive has good stuff, okay? But, like, our our listeners need the best information. I will take it upon myself to fully research. The Mothman Erotica. Mothman Erotica. Oh, it's actually $0 with Kindle Unlimited. Uh, go enjoy, guys. <laughs> Fat for the Mothman. <laughs> it's... Oh, that's amazing. Okay, sorry. Uh, once again, a divergence, but I think a worthwhile one. That's um, really funny. Um, okay. Is there anything else you guys want to say? Because, I mean, I just don't know if there's much more to sure. talk about. Like, Mothman is just... He's Mothman. He appears, and then he disappears, and that's it. I mean, do you guys have he any... moths and he mans. He well, sure does. What I was going to say is... Uh, and I've been I've been thinking about this for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I since starting Macabre Masters, I have done a lot more research than I ever did for Lorecast or anything for the original Nick show. Um, and after doing research on named demons and now Mothman, I think the demons make even more sense than Mothman. I'm not sure how uh, you guys feel about that, but after researching demons, maybe Mothman is a demon. No, I'm just <laughs> maybe he's a, a really ugly Lucifer, um, or a pretty one. We don't know what Lucifer looks like. So Lucifer's supposed to be beautiful. They might Lucifer's have more. They might have light. different. They might have different beauty you know standards in uh in in the in hell. Ten rings of hell or <laughs> whatever know, it is. Listen, guys. I l- listen. Okay, l- you know what Lucifer and Mothman both have in common? What's that? Those- Every single perception of them we've ever had was all made by a human and probably a horny one. Okay, <laughs> look at that Mothman statue and tell me that wasn't made by yeah. by a very horny person. <laughs> Go read Paradise Lost. <laughs> tell me that's not fan fiction. Okay, Go I, read that's what the I'm Mothman saying. Mothman erotica. <laughs> fat, fat for the for- Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. Like, so you can't. It's not really an objective oh, comparison actually, because it's like. I think he's actually Astaroth. 
He just needs this little wolf like you were talking about. So he's got no neck. He's got the wings, the pecs for the video watchers. Uh, fucking Maybe Astaroth. Mothman is Astaroth. Honestly, you I know mean, what's funny is like they all consider Mothman to be like some harbinger of death. But it's like Mothman is kind of cool. Like if I saw Mothman, I'd be like, yo, let's get a beer or something, homie. Like, actually, now at this point, if I'd be like, why is he here? Why is this guy here? What's going to happen to me? <laughs> I'm pretty know, sure man. you it's see like, Mothman and what ha- he's just like he's like listen I I can't drink tonight I got work tomorrow but I will yeah, be the happy the back at home butterfly if you got <laughs> moth uh, moth woman moth children um <laughs> you know it'd be kind of funny if you saw him and you were like hey Mothman he's like bro that is totally racist like I am uh southern birdman Bird peacock. I am uh, so I am Osprey Bill man. Crane or whatever it is. Uh, Sand, yes. Sandhill Crane man. All right. Yeah. Put some respect Hill. on my name. Oh, that's actually that's actually something. Respect That's actually something that I did want to um bring up is that it the mutation theory makes a little bit of sense, but the problem is that mutations actually never happen to the actual individual that gets you know, like blasted with gamma rays or whatever. Mutation is something that happens generationally. So if there was a Mothman that was a result of a mutation by either being exposed to something at this factory or whatever else, then what it would be is it would be somebody got exposed, they had a child, and then the child. But, I mean, why a human child, even with mutations, would have bird-like or moth-like principles is, you know, I think the idea is, like, some bird got, like roided out like obviously that's not like a yoke's bird yeah Yeah, but it's like a big ass bird it's not it's big bird it's big bird's younger brother i changed which demon he is he's actually gressel i'm gonna show you the picture tell me this ain't mothman and uh (laughs) tell me that ain't mothman right there that's definitely mothman Maybe yeah. it looks more like pig. Oh, look, it's actually a scene from fat for the mothman all right at this point, oh. I'm starting to think that maybe Mothman is a demon. It's possible. I'm, I wonder if, if there's if research Mothman out there. If Mothman was a demon, why would, why would he be in West Virginia? Why wouldn't he? I, oh, well, you know what's funny is like kind of to Because nobody up the goes story, to West Virginia, Noah. <laughs> to Even back, West Virginians don't go to West Virginia. To back up the story of like people see what they want to see is the beginning of the, um, of the book starts with a story about how a couple people uh, saw the devil in um georgia it west virginia uh, yeah the west virginia the, no not the devil he didn't go down to georgia he went down devil to west virginia down. instead Which and so went down to georgia they uh they think that beelzebub went to went, was visiting them uh he drove in a nice like black car and he was wearing a nice black suit and he asked them if he could use their phone uh late at night he only showed up to a couple people um, and he asked them if they could use their phone, and each one of them said no. Uh, turns out it was just John Keel coming back from some sort of UFO convention oh backwoods in West Virginia late night, and he's like, "Yo, I gotta use your phone because I gotta like call my friend or something so they can help me out." Or I forgot what I forgot exactly what the story is, but it's like there was a story that 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 was going around, you know, word of mouth that the devil was visiting West Virginia, but it was just some dude, you know. It's like so people see what they want to see, you know. They are they I interpret think- things based on like what they know i think it's funny that you said beelzebub because beelzebub is actually canonically according to demon uh demonology that's the only bug looking one he's got wings and everything look i mean bro maybe oh my maybe goodness Mo- maybe mothman is beelzebub possible 
Well, he just, the <laughs> chapter of the book, it's the first chapter of the book. He calls it Beelzebub visits West Virginia. But I think he just calls him the devil. Anyways. All right. Well, I think that we've, uh, I think that we've exhausted all resources. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Didn't take very long. It's, uh, I mean, we, I, it's, it's a normally, yeah, it's, about there. it's a normal episode. But with that said, um, so guys, I think that the conclusion here is, there is absolutely nothing wrong with believing in stuff that maybe other people find inherently unbelievable. Yeah. I was telling Nick the other day that if platypus was not something that was scientifically documented, if I told you that it existed, you'd think I was on LSD. Yeah, um, that's true. And yeah. so, you know, I mean, it's just it's facts, you know. So I encourage you to keep that wonder and I encourage you to keep believing in the Mothman and Nessie and Sasquatch and the Wendigo, and Skinwalkers, and UFOs, and in freaking, um, uh, and in Freddie Mercury. Okay, so like, do that for me. All right. Yeah, that Freddie vocal Mercury's range amazing. is just unbelievable. It is. It's really. He's a cryptid. Um, totally. It's gotta be. <laughs> so with that said, guys, um, we're not saying you shouldn't believe. No, um, we are saying not. though that maybe Provide check evidence. your sources. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and if someone's making baseless matter. claims that, you know, just be skeptical, you know. But we, I mean, we got to get out of here because um, we actually are going to recruit Mothman for the fourth Macabre Master. <laughs> we have a meeting with him in just a few minutes. Yeah. So um, we are going to, we're, we're going to wrap this up. Before we get out of here, though, um, do you guys have anything you wanted to say to the world at large? Our subscriber base is growing. We're doing very well. Guys, please make sure to go to Apple Podcasts and all that stuff because five-star review, go to YouTube, all that good stuff. But beyond that, do you guys have anything to say? No, I just got to say thank you so much for listening uh, and watching the podcasts. I, At this point at the time of the recording, I didn't expect it to already be so so far uh, ahead than I thought we were going to be scheduled. So thank you just thank you in, in general. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I, pretty much the same. Thanks for 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 putting up with us i hope you continue to i hope you continue to uh to be engaged in the in the conversations that we have and the the topics that we we uh we cover and hey if you want here's a, a thought if you're watching this we're listening to it and you have the ability to comment on whatever platform you are uh, go ahead if you have a spooky happening or, or situation or some sort of crime or a serial killer or a cryptid that you want us to cover or a horror movie dude let us know because we'd love to cover it, we'll we'll try and we'll try and take some feedback and some some consideration like that. Um, I think it's Macabre Masters at all the all, all the socials, right? Macabre yep. Masters. There's that, and then we also have a phone number that should be listed in all the YouTube videos, and you can give us a spooky uh, voicemail and give us suggestions there. Exactly. Or leave a review of Fat for the Mothman, <laughs> or if you hopefully not while reading it. Okay, I can't follow that up. I, I was just going to say, pictures. if you have a sighting of the Mothman, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> He's gonna, uh, yeah, definitely. He's and you know what? Actually, that is that is a thing, though. Like, guys, if you if you have, like, a weird thing that's happened to you, let us know, okay? Yeah. Because we're documenting all our weird shit on YouTube. Yeah. We'd love to hear about it. So, yeah, that's 100% true. Now, all I have to say to our adoring public is you're welcome. You're welcome for us introducing you to Fat for the Mothman. You're welcome. Fat for the Mothman. <laughs> we have done our public service for the week. Um, okay, so uh, that's cool, guys. Uh, thank you once again for listening to Macabre Masters. Um, 
I am Pope. That is Noah. That's also Nick over there. Um, I did not get them confused, I swear. Um, <laughs> have a good one, guys. Thank you for watching and listening and all that good stuff. And we will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Howdy. Peace, bitch. Can you say howdy? It's like a <laughs> goodbye thing? I think so.